The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Cowboys! This is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Hand off, Elliott plowing to the goal line. Barry, sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it, and he bangs it into the touchdown. And now your hosts, Isaiah Stanback. Heckma Harrison, Rob Phillips, and Kyle Yeomans. It is a wonderful Say It With Your Chest Wednesday here on Talking Cowboys, presented by Tostitos, helping fans get in on the game. It is Wednesday. We are in our final show prior to Thanksgiving, and we've got a couple days off after this. But guess what? We've got a game to talk about tomorrow. It is that quick of a turnaround. Ooh. This doesn't seem real. It really doesn't. Ooh. I feel like we just what? started this. I, I'm waiting on Heckman to ask. I'm just waiting for the eyes to go. Right, so I, was waiting for the, I was waiting for the new. I, I'm giving him a, a minute. I'm giving him a, give a chance. Minute. Okay. Okay. Wait, 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 what's he going to ask? I, I thought, you were, so, right I thought you were like genuine. I was so anxious today. I just. just <laughs> <laughs> I, hey, I, <laughs> that, that's what whipped right around. That was happening. <laughs> I was waiting for it. So, I knew heck was going to be like, come on, Rob. Come on. It's the Cowboys and the Raiders Thanksgiving matchup at AT&T Stadium. And before we get into previewing the Cowboys really? offense versus the Raiders defense, ready? Set. News and notes from Rob Phillips. Well, go ahead. You ask me. What, do you, what, what, what? You want percentages of what? Just come on with it, P. You know why what are you, you doing to people like of, that, P? You know. I don't hold back anything mm. ever. Mm. What do you ever. want him to tell you? What I want to know. Tyron Smith, act helmet, shoulder pads, cleats, ready to go tomorrow. Sounds pretty good. Sounds pretty good. It's the pretty in it. I, I don't have a percentage. <laughs> what, was yes, what was yesterday's practice? He was full. Ooh. In a it's big. In a walkthrough. Run through. Okay. Mm. So they ran. So y- he was yogging. <laughs> yeah. Was, I do it every morning. This is yeah. love. Was, I love yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. So that's very encouraging. Do I? Am I going to guarantee he's going to play after last week? No, but I, I'm going to go with what Stephen Jones said. And if, if a barring a setback, they think he'll be available. So I think that's very encouraging. It's very encouraging. His yogging around. Is that good enough? No. It's got, <laughs> I mean, Stephen Jones said it, so. But you got to understand that, that P is in, like, deep in the fabric in. Like, and he's not. He's holding back. And people out there, not America. Back. I just don't want to be wrong. All right. I learned that from Mickey. I was telling you. If you don't, if you don't guarantee something, you can't be wrong. That's why. Right. That's why he doesn't guarantee anything for the most part. Just know that I, I asked the people across the pond when I was talking to them yesterday to turn on their notifications on Twitter for Rob P. All the things that you <laughs> want to know. Crappy news. No, on I'm saying no. Yeah. I'm saying yeah. I just wanted them to know. Hey, this is where your new source is. I appreciate that. All right, I so they know, that. they I, understand. Turn think, your notifications on, ladies and gentlemen. It sounds as of this morning, it sounds good that he'll mm. be able to play. I think mm. so. I like that. I think so. We I, need. I haven't heard of any. Setbacks at this point. <sighs> we need them. Heckma, yeah. what is your favorite Thanksgiving side? Oh, Just man, quick. everything. Um, sweet potatoes. Sweet potatoes. So, are you going to be able to eat the way you want to? Huh? Are you going to be able to, like, just let loose. I put in all the work. Okay. I've put in all the work. I think you deserve it. I have put in all the work, Isaiah, and tomorrow it will be unadulterated spoonage. Yeah, so now I'm just now I'm oh my God. <laughs> spoonage. Now I'm just imagining Hekma <laughs> on on Thanksgiving. Boy, he takes a, a, that a big spoonful. Quickly. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> a big spoonful of, of sweet potatoes and then just looks at his phone and sees Rob Phillips. No Twitter notification pop up and he just spit takes it all. No, I'm not gonna do that. I got a question for you. Yeah, sweet potatoes. Yeah, marshmallows or no? Marshmallows for oh, sure. Definitely oh, marshmallows. Really? Gotta have. Hell yes. Gotta have the marshmallows yeah. on it. Really? Are you yeah. a no marshmallow guy? Uh, we didn't do it. I thought you were looking for some in the store. No. Was that Kyle? No. Couldn't find. No, it. no, I thought it was. Uh, no. was I, it wasn't uh, me. Gotta, I was telling them that you can't find that, any that's marshmallows. What it was. Okay. Yeah, because yeah. people buy them no, all we've up. Never done it. Oh, got to. You know, like, and I have. I don't have anything against it. I just never did it. You know, my <laughs> wife is from Akron, Ohio, and they they didn't put marshmallows on okay. theirs either. So I think it's a cultural southern thing, maybe. Some people put marshmallows. Some people put like, was it like? Is it pecans? Oh no! Don't do that! It's oh some, wow! Don't do that! Uh, I've never is, done. Don't that. do that! It's, I've seen. I mean, I've seen it. Yeah, no, don't, I don't do that. That's don't, probably a Washington do not thing. Put yeah. pecans, I, bro. I don't do it. I don't make the sweet potatoes in my house. I can, but I don't. Okay, you call dressing dressing or stuffing? I don't do it's dressing. dressing. I dressing. Hate it. I call it dressing, I but I don't up, like it. I grew up with stuffing. Stuffing? Yes. I I definitely had that word thrown around my household <laughs> as well. Stuff. With stuffing. 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 
<laughs> stuffing? <laughs> we had stuffing. Use your strong hands. Chris, okay, so Chris is on the stuffing bandwagon, too. Beam. All right. We are off the rails early on. Hope you're with us here on this Wednesday edition. What's your favorite side, Kyle? Ooh, it's heavy. Green bean casserole. <laughs> Green bean casserole. Yeah, I love green bean casserole. You want to just do the show just right here? Sorry. Sorry. Green bean casserole. (laughs) Hey, Trayvon Diggs is in the top two of Pro Bowl voting. How about that? Oh, Oh, that's good. At the cornerback position. Back to news and notes. There you go. (laughs) Stuffing. So stuffing. He's stuffing that ballot box. (laughs) Anything else from yesterday's practice stick out? Uh, Well, C.D. Lamb did not participate in that. Run through practice. They say he's making progress. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure about Thursday no. at this no. point. Yeah, no. uh, we'll, we'll see. You got another day, and uh, Zeke was full as well. So Ooh, that's good. Tyron and Zeke, seeing them upgraded to full, I think is encouraging for both guys. Do you think that Zeke? It's a. It's a. Is it a knee? Is it a side? And he basically said it only hurts when he falls, was his quote earlier in the week. Yeah. So is this a thing that you would consider <laughs> resting him for, for or just let him play back. through it? It's an occupational hazard right there. Right? <laughs> it's my understanding that it's a contusion. It's a yeah. it's a bruise. bruise. So it's a it's a pain tolerance thing. Yeah. And okay. Zeke ain't going to sit out for no. pain tolerance. No. So It's kind of what I figured. Yeah. I just wanted to hear it from you as well. But then... Uh, Oh, what was the? Oh, Micah Parsons had a fantastic quote yesterday too. I'm sure you guys saw that. Did mm-hmm. you get a chance to see that yeah. about the rookie wall? Rob, you were there for that that interview. What was the What was the quote? That's my favorite quote from Micah yet, and that's saying something because he's got some great ones. Uh, he said, "Everybody talks about the rookie wall, but I'm just going to keep climbing over it, climbing and climbing because I'm excited to see on what's on the other side." Woo. Does that make you want to run through the wall? It makes me want to run through the wall. Bazooka. <laughs> Up on the shoulder. Just hold that thing He's right ready. there. There it is. Man, this is uh, – I'm just excited about him. Uh, I mean, I can't – I don't know how Dan Quinn each and every week is going to use him. So when, when the game starts, you're just like, okay, he's at edge. He's, uh, he's at free safety. You know, he's, at, he's at cornerback. Oh, my God, he's playing running back. You know, it's just – Wait. wait. <laughs> you know, where can't, yeah, where can't this guy play? Where can he play? Where, what can't he do? I mean, we have a special athlete, and I think we've been downplaying it over the year, over the, this season because he's just showing so many different things. But you know special when you see it, man, and, and yeah. just some of the things that he brings to the table for us and we, the, the missing pieces that we have the, with guys that are out. Micah is just filling in that void. Um, man, it's just – I'm glad he's a cowboy. No doubt. Isaiah, I know you're glad as well. Yeah, I mean, he's a special dude. I mean, Heckman said it. He, <clears throat> he's different. He's different. And some guys are built different physically. Uh, some guys are built different mentally. And then the really special guys are built differently on, on both ends of that. And I think that he is that. I think that he welcomes adversity. I think he welcomes challenges. He welcomes people telling him what he can't do and what the, what the normal is. Uh, he likes defying those things. And there, those, there are those players like a Thomas Brady who has that type of mentality. He wants to defy all odds. Mm-hmm. And then you have guys who have the physical ability as well, and you pair both of those things up, and it's a that, that's what you call a physical and mental specimen. There's a tweet from ESPN Stats and Information this morning. He's on pace for 105 tackles and 13 and a half sacks. So it's, oh my o- Lord. it's over 17 games instead of 16. But the last player to hit both of those marks in a season was Bruce Smith. That's company right there. Yeah. Can, yeah. I, can I ask you a question? Because I had a question about this when the league changed the game, changed the season to 17 games. How are records going to be analyzed records. now? Great question. There's no asterisk. I don't think so. There's no asterisk. I mean, because you think about a league that didn't even count sacks for a certain period of time. It, it's they they haven't changed that either. So yep. so somebody goes out and breaks the the all time sack record in 17 games, but they wouldn't have done it in 16 games. They now become the yep. undoubtedly best ever in that's, that position. That's you know what I mean? Like that's point. yeah. You got to kind of take it per game, I guess. If you really wanted, well, to see it, like, how's it? I mean, how do you game. do that? Right? Like it's really the only way Emmitt Smith's record could be touched. The yeah. fact that there's an extra game or, every or year. Jerry Rice's record or Jerry would Rice's ever be record. touched. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't, extra season. I wondered about that the beginning of the year. I'm like, that's kind of yeah. unfair to guys from the past. Just shows how great they are. True. That's no, true. Yeah, it's true. But the, but the take. I mean, but for there to be potentially having their their throne taken away from them 
knowing that it only happened because of, of an additional game, I feel like that's wrong. There were guys that had their records taken from them whenever they pushed it to a 16-game season, too. Because it's not always been a 16-game season at yeah. the same time. So you could say the same yeah, thing facts. previously. Oh, yeah, it was 14 until the, what, 80s? Yeah, yeah. so you could say the same thing. Every True. time you expand the schedule, the records are going to start falling, and maybe that's a part of it. Yeah, it sucks. It's a part of the, the, the expansion there. And sure, I mean, the capital side of it is certainly the the – driving force but also the ent- entertainment of trying to break some more what big i would time like to see and, and that just brought up something else i was thinking about what i would like to see next year maybe uh, the competition committee can get to this two bye weeks that's going to bother some people but i think for the it's health necessary. i think for the health of teams you have to include another bye week if you're going to go 17 games. Yeah. I just think you, you, you could tell right now with the way that teams are beat up or the way that teams are having to hold certain guys back, knowing that you have 17 instead of 16, it, it would only make sense. And what if it extends the football season out until – after Valentine's Day, I think we'll be okay with you more know, the football. The bargain, the CBA is the only way that's going to go down. Is there. okay? We'll do that if you want twenty games or yes, twenty games. Not, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm just no. telling you how it's going to go. That's exactly how it's going to go. It's going to add another game if you. Oh, if, we're going to have two or three games. Uh, we're headed to eighteen games yeah. at some yeah, point. And so I think I don't know this, but I assume the PA would push for that because I think that's eighteen games, twenty weeks is what it's probably going to end up. Yeah, absolutely, at some point. Yeah, I agree. It's called two by weeks. That's a lot. Uh, it depends on the scheduling, That's but yes. Lot, yeah. Yeah. So a lot of those are, are stacked, stacked up in the fi- first week of the season and the last week of the season. So okay. that way it kind of it's it's a weird start date in terms of college, but it depends. And so. there's always three weeks in between a bowl game. So That's yeah, right. you got a lot of time. So. <laughs> All right, let's talk about the Las Vegas defense and this Cowboys offense. <laughs> the Vegas Raiders on defense, the highest rated pass rush as a team according to Pro Football Focus entering the week. A big reason for that, Max Crosby, Yannick Ngakwe, both of them off of the edge. Really big players. He got KJ right at the second level. He's been playing decent. So they have some guys in the front seven. The secondary a bit depleted. Uh, they, of course, lost their first round pick from two seasons ago, or two drafts ago, I should say, Damon Arnett. He is no longer with the team, and so they are a bit thin out there. And well, they they get after the quarterback, but that's about it, gentlemen. Is what do you think? What do you see from this this Vegas defense? They scare me. I'm not even gonna lie. <clears throat> they scare me. Uh, you can clip that too. Yeah, clip that. They do. They, they scare me. me. <laughs> I don't like it. Uh, <laughs> we saw with what one man playing with his hair on fire could do. Chris Jones. Chris Jones. Now they have two. These guys have two, and they're on, they're on the edges. And there's another strong guy sitting in the middle of their defense at the second level. If you decide to go up the middle, he's waiting on you as well. Their secondary. I agree. Their secondary is depleted. But guess what? Our receiving core is mm. depleted. De- depleted. So I don't like the, I don't. I don't. I don't like it. <laughs> I'm just telling y'all straight up. I don't like it. I don't. I, don't, I have a little feeling in my gut that makes me feel a little. Oh, you the, got bubble the bubble guts. guts? You got the bubble guts. You I got do. The bubble guts on a Wednesday. Look at how we've struggled in pass blocking. Okay. And look at what they do best. Mm. Pass rushing. Pass rushing. We're their weak spot, which we would like to expose, is their secondary. We're down our top two guys. Possibly. Put that in quotations. Yeah, with CD. So. I, we have to get a ground game. We have to get a ground game. I'm not saying I think that I think Kellen Moore is smart enough to scheme up some stuff and get this taken care of. But I I do believe that if we go into this game dropping the balls and being ineffective with our passing accuracy and things of that nature, like we did last week, there this could be a problem. What do you think? Well, well, hey, look, I've been watching the tape just like you guys have, and. Yeah, it's a it's a good news bad news scenario. <laughs> all right, yes. and like most people, you want the bad news first. The bad news is is that they're going to play you exactly like everybody else is playing you because of the league being such a copycat league. They are going to put a lot of guys in the box and they are going to dare Dak to beat them. Uh, I think at this point in Dak's career, that is a welcome challenge, even though he saw that from Atlanta. Uh, he has the potential with all of his arsenal of weapons there to expose that because people can't do that when you have Amari, CD, and Gallup. It's just hard to do uh, do it. But when you're handicapped like we are, that the, and you watch the Raiders, they crowd the line of scrimmage. Max Cros- Crosby and Dockway, man, it, it's, it's going to be a challenge for us on the outside, and that's why Tyron Smith is so important. But the good news, the good news is, is that Kellen Moore, like you just mentioned, 
can be in his bag in a game like this to show exactly how, how he's going to get other pieces involved in this offense. I think that the Raiders are going to dare Dalton Schultz to beat them mm-hmm. because they don't, they're going to press so much on the outside and line so close up on the line of scrimmage that they are going to allow him to be in one on one situations. And I think that's where the nerve can be exposed and that's where we can make uh, some way. But as far as our running game is concerned, this is a big, big, big time yeah. game for Pollard and Zeke. And that's actually what happened in the Chiefs game. There's a lot of open space for Schultz in that, that game. I, I'm with you. Like, I think it's, I think there's, it's a good matchup, and it's not a good matchup for for the reasons you guys mentioned. Like, you watch that Bengals game with Ndakwe and Crosby, and they had like a you know first third down. It was a Burrow sandwich. They just met at the quarterback, and and that's if I don't want to call it a blueprint because I think it's still too early to say oh you, you Cowboys can't can't, can't can't beat this. But <laughs> the Chiefs are known for blitzing. They didn't have to blitz in that game. Nope. And the Denver Broncos didn't have to blitz in that game. And so can the Cowboys protection hold, you know, is Dak going to be enough in rhythm to make the throws he needs to make, whether CD plays or not? Um, that That's the question. And yeah, Tyron being back would, would absolutely certainly help, but that's what it comes down to. I think for me, because yeah, I mean, that, they, they play man coverage and they're, they're going to drop guys into coverage and clog the lanes and see what the Cowboys can do on a scale of one to 10. Hmm. Scale of one to ten. Terrence Steele at left tackle. What's your confidence level in the amount of time Dak is able to throw? And uh, low, lower than lower, lower than, than ten. Lower. Than, <laughs> I mean, they're gonna get. They would give him help. I mean, you watch. You watch the the Raiders uh, Bengals matchup. They put a bag, put P Ryan there and Chip mm-hmm. and all that stuff. That's what you, I think you'd have to do in this matchup. I was gonna say because I, once you gave me a number, I was gonna give you one to ten. Tyron Smiths at left tackle. How much of an increase is it in terms of your confidence level between the two? Is it doesn't change a whole lot? No, it goes up considerably. I okay. mean, I just I I do wonder, you know, is it if he plays, can he can he get through it without any problems? You know, that's what when I asked Steven pregame, how close was he to playing Sunday? He said once he gets back, they don't think it's going to be an issue. Well, does three extra days help that? Mm-hmm. You know, are they just being really careful? So we have to see on that if he does play. And he'll be on the side of Ngakwe, as I believe, because Crosby doesn't travel, right? He doesn't flip sides. He's usually on the right side. So it's going to be Lyle Collins against Max Crosby, and then it'll be Ngakwe versus Smith and or Steele. Well, I mean, still, I just know I'm, I'm with P. Yeah, you got to get this guy help. You got to go 12 heavy yeah. um, uh, if, if that's the case. I, you know. Man, this is just going to be one of those matchups. That, from the edge, they have so much energy. These guys they are, do, they don't is, stop. They don't, you know, they do the, motor. The, the motor that Crosby has, and Crosby is a, a local guy uh, from, from Chris Beam's high school, Colleyville Heritage, is in the third round of the playoffs here. In I didn't Texas. know that. Oh, you didn't oh, know? There you go. Yeah, of course. I didn't know Crosby was a. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, But, you know, it's just he is he's constantly moving. And that's the one thing about him that I I think is going may give Leo Collins some some trouble because he didn't have a good game. We talked a lot about other pieces, but Leo didn't have a good game last week either. So uh, in the middle of their in the middle of their defense, I think that's where we can make hay. Even on the outside with Casey Hayward Jr. He reminds me a lot of a cornerback that we used to have here. Uh, The guy that didn't make any interceptions, but he didn't give up any. Byron Jones. Byron Jones. It reminds me a lot of Byron Jones. And so I just think that, you know, man-to-man with CD, I'm really looking forward to that matchup uh, or, or with Gallup or whomever. I'm just saying I'm, I'm looking forward to that matchup to see if they can stop our guys. Isaiah's look right now, he's just looking at the ceiling, just thinking about <laughs> not having CD Lamb and that. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not Britt or Jimbo, so I, I'm not going to, I can't sit up here and say that. You're CD's not going to get gonna, a designation. Yeah, but I don't think he's going to be there. Having been somebody who's had a concussion before, a number of times, I don't see CD playing. Because yeah. um, even if he does get on the field, it takes one hit, and those guys know he's concussed some, somewhat. And recently, as of late, they're, they're going to take a shot at him, and they're, they'll take a late hit call to make sure that he gets out the game. Not to say that there's killers on the field, but that's what they do. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to check it. It's, it's, yeah, <laughs> we're going to make sure. And it's the same thing with Tyron. You know, I, I, I do agree. Obviously, Tyron's a huge upgrade from Terrence Steele. Terrence Steele does his best to fill in when he can. Um, but even if Tyron does play, these ends, to your point, 
it's one thing to play against a really good defensive end and, you know, out of those 60 snaps you might have, you know, say you have, you know, 35 passes, you know, yeah, you got pass block on those guys 35 times. Maybe you, you could stop him majority of the time. You know, maybe there's one play on most guys that, that you're good with, you know, and then they just get you that one time. These guys, that percentage goes up drastically because they just don't stop. When you play some guys, you stuff them, you might muff them, boom, get a little pancake, and they're all right, you don't have to worry about them for the next three or four plays because they got to they gotta charge back up. I don't know what these guys are on. I really don't know what they're on. They're on They're on something. I don't know what kind of energy drink they're drinking, but they're, <laughs> they're both coming. juiced up and they're coming. Yeah. And they're and they're and I know their defensive coordinator. Their defensive coordinator was with me in Seattle, Gus Bradley, and I had him as a head coach in Jacksonville. He's the energizer bunny. That's why I do like this matchup in some because Gus Bradley's a hell of a coach. But there's 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 that DNA between he and Quinn. Yeah, they with, understand the, it. The, yeah, and the Cowboys scheme. I mean, the, the offense is familiar with that DNA of that scheme. Yeah, Quinn Quinn was scheme. underneath Bradley. Yeah, Quinn Quinn replaced Bradley yes. after he went to Jacksonville. So I think there, that familiarity might might help. And look, Terrence Steele was much better against Atlanta at home. I think the crowd noise and all that stuff did not do him any favors. Obviously, with the one snap where he and and LC both together did not get off Move. the ball. Oh, um, I, I think he'll be better. He's a competitor. Uh, but yeah, it's a it's a tough challenge for anybody. I wouldn't feel anybody. a lot of ten with anybody against these two guys. Yep. Yeah. So. It kind of goes back. You've said this before on this show, Isaiah, about how high motors sometimes give you more yep. of a, a, a longer day mm-hmm. than high talent. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, with both of these guys, I mean, Ngakwe's got talent too. <laughs> yeah. And Max Crosby certainly has talent. He's having uh, as good of a year as anybody. Yeah. And they've got the motor, which kind of scares me, scares you on that combination side. Yeah, it's, it's rough. And, and it, could be, it could be a good day if our receivers show up and play their best day. I'll just say that. If our if our current guys that we know are going to play, said, said Noah, Gallup, Schultz, Jarwin. Schultz, and I'm, I would imagine that Simi Fajoko is going to have his his coming out opportunity. Or Malik I, I think Turner? he has to. Well, Malik Turner, or too, Malik but Turner. I think Simi has to be active for this you game. Think so? even even if Even if CD plays, I think you have to bring Simi up just because you know there's a chance that he might get put back out. I, I would. That's the approach I would take. I want to see him take some snaps. I want to he see need, him he get, needs some to get some rounds and actually get some targets. I want to see what he can do. That'd be a heck of a of a coming out party. At Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving game. Yeah, uh, I almost had a touchdown on Thanksgiving Day. Dang it. Um, what was that story like? Uh, just kick return. Which oh. which t- which game? Seattle actually against Seattle. Seattle. Yeah. Right. It was against Seattle against with Seattle, the Cowboys. Old Stadium. Yeah, almost hmm. had it. I was mad. I was waiting on the block. I should have just went. What year? Remember. <laughs> Had it been 08? 08. Had it been 08. Yeah. yeah. Why do almost burn you more than actually uh, because do? Because what is that? I was waiting. I was waiting on a teammate to take care of something for me. You're there right now. I was like, and, and, and like he just didn't about. take care of it. And my boy Jordan Babineau from Seattle, he got he came and got me. I said, like, "You bastard!" So, and my family was right there. I think I got it to like just over to 50 or something. I was mad. Oh, so like yeah. a decent return. It was still. a good return, just but it should have been. They should have housed it. Mm. Anyways, um, I think we can exploit these guys, but it has to be on the ground. Got to. I'll be. put it that way. And let's talk about that yeah. when we come back on the other side of the break. Where has the Cowboys run game been, and can we find it <laughs> when we come back here on a Say It With Your Chest Wednesday? There's nothing as unique as our eyes, which is why Essilor pioneers ways to make lenses as unique as you. Verilux for super sharp vision, Essential Blue for protection, and Grisol for freedom from glare. Three cutting-edge solutions in a single unique lens. So whatever your needs, insist on Essilor. Visit your local Essilor experts and find the perfect lens for you. See more. Do more. Essilor. New Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. You deserve it. I do deserve that. You deserve decadent flavor without sugar. And a day at the beach without sand getting everywhere. And a relaxing bath that your children don't interrupt. I deserve all that? It's really just a visual metaphor for Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. Everything you want, nothing you don't. A visual metaphor on the radio. I do deserve that. Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. The zero you deserve is finally here. At AT AT&T, everyone, new and existing customers, get our best deals on every smartphone. Why? Because you deserve it. For turning your living room into your office and your gym. For teaching grandma how to video call. And teaching her again. It's the button on your left, Nana. Okay, your other left. It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new. 
So AT&T is giving everyone new and existing customers our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone, even the latest ones. AT&T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network's busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply. Hi, I'm Clint Tillerson with... And I'm Jay Novacek. And we're both with... United Ag and Turf. The official tractor provider of the Dallas Cowboys. So, if you need a tractor to bale some hay, a mower to cut some grass, or a gator to get some chores done... Get a John Deere at United Ag and Turf. And then, let's get to work. Hey, Jay, that's my line. (laughs) Well, not today. Get to work with a John Deere tractor package that's just right for you and your budget. Visit UnitedAgandTurf.com. Back to Talking Cowboys. Whether you're watching from home or you're cheering in the stands with Essilor lenses, you can see every exciting play. Book an appointment at your local Essilor experts and see what Essilor can do for you. See more. Do more Essilor. Shoot him again. Shoot him again. You will not make this putt. <laughs> I need someone to make that a meme. It's got oh, to be. God. That's yeah. definitely a boomerang. Please yep. put it on a boomerang. <laughs> a Please get that to the whole production team. Oh, I love it. Rob Phillips, ah. Isaiah Stainback, Heck my Harrison. We've got Chris Beam. I'm Kyle Yeomans. And gentlemen, we have to find this bad, one game. I know. I know. No, no, it was good. I'm definitely so going back. I'm making a gif off of that. I'm definitely going okay. back. <laughs> <laughs> Every time the Cowboys do yeah. something. Yeah. No. When Kellen Moore draws up the perfect red zone oh, play. Man. You, can, you can have Fridays back. No, nope, I don't. It's okay. yours. It's Mm-mm. thank you. The Heckman does look like a disappointed uncle. I am not. I am so impressed right now. You guys are, are not doing what I feel a, a disservice. <laughs> I, 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 I'm impressed by it. It was the it was the back and forth yeah, with the, the mic for me. Clean. I've never mm-hmm. seen yeah. that technique before. Okay. Okay. I'm trying to do something different. You, you are R and B singer in another life. Yeah, I'm sure of that. Not, not exactly. Talk about genuine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So anxious. Final two segments before we take on the Raiders on Thanksgiving. Let's find the run game. Heckma, where has it been and why has there not been any effectiveness on the ground? Man, it's it's been I, I feel as though Zeke has been hurt. No one's made uh said anything about it, but you know, there's something going on. The way that he gets up after he would say it's falling down, uh that hurts yeah, it the mercy. Yeah, just seeing him get up and he's been dealing with these nagging injuries, just it hadn't been the same as far as that pop that you saw from the first couple of games. It's kind of slowed down. And I mean, obviously, as we get these breaks and these guys, this isn't like another buy for us because once they get past the Saints game, they're gonna have an extended period of time that they're going to be off as well. Just got to get this guy healthy. And I think offensively, offensive line-wise, we just hadn't had the continuity that we've been talking about. Um, when you're missing Tyron Smith, that's a big part of your your success that you have. And, I, I mean, I think it's all cause and effect. And, you know, we just hadn't been able to establish it. We get a big run. We, bit a, we get a big game. And we go back airborne. So we just got to – we've in this game specifically, we've just got to dedicate ourselves to playing smash mouth uh, football. We are averaging 88 yards per game rushing total as a team the last four games. Mm. Wow. Mm. It's not great. No. Not ideal. That's a problem. That's a problem. I'm not sure where it's stemming from. I don't know if it's because we've been in some – Games that's where that has required us to try to throw our way out of it. Um, I don't know if it's the the injuries to to Zeke. I'm pretty sure that the coaches are fully aware of how healthy he is. But whether, regardless of what the issue is, they they have to address it because we can't go back to what the Dallas cannot go back to what they did week one, and that is throw the abandon ball in the run. Yeah, abandon the run and throw the ball fifty times. And I feel like that's run what it's getting yards. back to. I feel like it's getting back to that. Yeah, we ran for 60 yards in that opening game. And last week we ran for 82, 22 more yards. Huh? So How about that? it was 60, then 198, mm-hmm. 160, mm-hmm. 245, mm-hmm. 201, 122. And that was before the bye week. After the bye week, 78, 78, 114 against Atlanta. But a lot of that was late, kind yep. of salting the game away in the second half. 82. 82. So you're right. I, I mean, since the bye week, the Cowboys just have not run the ball effectively. And, yes, you can put the Atlanta game up there as much as you want. But in terms of winning that game, you didn't need the run to win that game. You needed that run to, to, to run out the clock in the second half. So a lot of that was kind of take it with a grain of salt. Whereas New England, you needed to establish the run early. New York, same thing. Carolina, certainly they won that game because of the run game. So 
what has been the change? Is that just a Kellen Moore thing, Rob? Um, Well, the Denver game got out of hand, obviously. They tried to run fourth downs early, didn't get it. Um, Maybe there's some candy out there with the man coverage on the outside, and Mm -hmm. they they love their one-on-one matchups with their outside receivers. Um, Nick Eatman did have a stat yesterday on Media Match that I'm going to butcher it, but it was something like they ran 16 times against the Chiefs, Mm -hmm. and they ran 10 times on first down and got like 2 point something yards per first down. So like mm. his 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 thought on that is you get yourself in second and long, you know, get yourself out of it with the pass. Yes. Um but I but I I would go back to the Minnesota game where they didn't run it too well, 3.3 yards a carry but they stuck with it. They had mm. 24 carries and were just like persistent with it. And why yeah. did you do that in the Minnesota game? Because you had Cooper Rush. Yes. But but I think that would help Dax, Dax, Dak. But like when you got some changes on your offensive line, whether Tyron plays or not, you got McGovern making his second start at left guard. Help your help your young linemen out, you know, where they're not in pass pro all the time. Especially against this front that we just talked about last segment. Yeah, seven games, seven games left. Zeke is at 695 yards. He is sixth in the league, even with those numbers. He, he still has everything in front of him uh, to to play, you know, to get those numbers up. If that's what you know, statistically where he wants to be, um, I think that Tony Pollard has done a really good job filling in at times. But we know that Tony Pollard is not the blocker uh, that Zeke is, and so. It's it's twofold for me. Uh, we point out the the offense, the offensive line, but I also think that defenses are daring us to continue to try and run. And you go back to the Tampa Bay game where Keller Moore says, you know, after the after the game was over, well, why didn't you run it more? And he says, I'm not going to just continue to run into this front, you know, run into a brick wall. I'm going to try and do some other things. And I think that's been the the motto of what he's been thinking, especially with teams willing to live and die in in, in press man coverage. I think I think that third down uh, fact that you just brought up is another reason why we haven't seen as much TP as well because we've been throwing so much on third down. He's not the blocker that Zeke is, and we have had issues with protection. So you make sure that your best blocking back is in there. So I think that has hindered Pollard's uh, ability to be on the field as much as he has in the past. Even when he was as effective as a runner and yes. as a ball carrier, yes. like he was late in the game against Kansas City, he wasn't on the field a whole lot, even with a banged up Zeke, because yep. just based protection. off of the fact you needed more protection for Dak. Yep. What has happened to Pollard as a receiver, though? Uh, that was a mailbag question this week, maybe for today. Yeah. And I don't disagree. I mean, that's one of the things, though. You have to, if you're going to be on there, if you're a third down back, right? If you're a change of pace third down back, you have to be able to handle your blocking responsibilities first because a lot of the receiving that comes from a running back comes after you have checked your protection first. So your swing routes, your option routes, you know, your arrows, all those kind of things that you run out the backfield, they come after you check your protection first. If your protection is secure and you're good, I can get out and run my route. But if you're not blocking well, then you're not going to be in that position. I'm not saying that he's not blocking well. i, I got to go back and watch the film. But that's my assumption is that because of how effective Zeke has been in the blocking game at at that position I just rather have Zeke in there right yeah the only, oh, go for it well I just I was just thinking if you if you don't have CD and I think they're still hopeful of that but if they don't then you could go more two back sets you could put them back there together <laughs> split back and I'm not saying put Tony out wide all the time but he does I mean going back to Memphis he does have that that skill set that they really haven't used a lot no. in three years no he could route run he can yeah. be a good route runner. Yeah. He's not going to be a wide receiver. He's not going to win his battle at the line. But he runs great routes like a wide receiver no, from the slot. And we saw that in OTAs and training camp, the no way doubt. that he was running routes. And they haven't used that two-back set like we've seen <clears throat> at OTAs and training camp. And then it, it, we saw it earlier in the year. Yeah, not <laughs> with McGovern. Pollard. You saw it with McGovern and Williams <laughs> back there. Uh, the only game where Tony Pollard has more than four receptions and more than 30 yards receiving the Atlanta game when he had six receptions mm-hmm. on seven targets for 56 yards. Like I said, a lot of that late. Every other game, it's been two receptions. One, one, three, four, zero, and zero targets in that game as well. One reception for five yards against Philadelphia. Not great numbers as a receiver for Tony Pollard. Mm-hmm. So maybe without C.D. Lamb, I think I, I agree with you guys, and you said this earlier too about Dalton Schultz. I think Dalton Schultz needs to have a bigger game and has to have a bigger role. Same thing with Tony Pollard. Use him as a wide receiver. Use him out of the backfield. Kind of get creative with the way that you split those backs out wide because especially if there's going to be pressure coming off the edge, it might be an opportunity to sneak it out there and get some extra yards and a couple extra blockers out in front. 
You look like you had something to add there. No, I'm just I'm just looking at these stats. I'm not a big stat guy, but I think it does play a part in terms of our success and the Dallas's success over these past four weeks. We're two and two over the last four weeks, right? And mm-hmm. we're one hundred yard rushing game out of those four games for us. Every game our opponent has had hundred yards rushing over the last four weeks, and that's just not a Dallas stat. That's not something that's indicative of our uh, or reflective of our of our. DNA. If, if that you want to change, if you want to look on the other side, a positive stat is the fact that they haven't allowed a 100-yard receiver since Week Five. So the passing defense, or at least the the air attack, hasn't been nearly as successful against the Cowboys secondary as it had been. If you told me that before the game, kind of what Hex said after the game, if you're going to hold Tyreek Hill and and Travis Kelsey to to receiving yards in the 70s, ha! win the game. <laughs> uh, that's what it came out of my mouth. <laughs> take, it, take it every day. Yeah. <laughs> and not a 100-yard rusher. No. no touchdowns for Patrick Mahomes. But, ah, that was just sad. But in, in, the, in that same breath, let's let's put it where this this game actually needs to be on Dak's shoulders. Yeah. Dak has got to come out. He's got to be sharp. You know, So much was made of that first throw to Michael Gallup. And I love what Babe Laufenberg said. If you thought that blew the game, then you're wrong because Michael Gallup would go to score a touchdown no. on that play. Maybe it would have gone for 30, 40 yards. But, look, that didn't blow the game. Uh, no. Dak has to start fast. He has to be sharp. He has to make uh, key reads. A lot of this, again, it's going to be on him. Uh, the start we got to have. We talked yesterday about the Las Vegas and their capability, their lack of big play ability, and having slow, methodical drives. We have to mirror that. We have to have slow, methodical yeah. drives. We've got to take that just pretty much the wind out of their sails immediately because they are going to want to pressure. They are going to want to try and play us aggressively. We've got to match that at three o'clock. I have a question. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Can we? Can I don't the know Dallas? Why you ask every time you want to ask a question. Something's coming. <laughs> hey, good yes, home training. <laughs> can the Dallas Cowboys win this game without rushing for 100 yards? Ooh, I would say no. I don't think they can. Mm. I guess they could if they just dominate on the outside, or or with Schultz, and they just. But you're you know you're talking with specific scenario and the personnel that's going to be available. I'm to saying you? Gallup. Noah Brown, Cedric Wilson at your, as your receivers, and Malik Turner, and Simi Fajoko. No. And Isaiah Stanback. <laughs> no, 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 no. Those checks have stopped. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's... When you put it that way, with that lineup, I think, yeah, you need to, like You've Heck said, you it. need to pound it. You need to, you know, rush 25, 30 times and... So do you got to get to 100. Do, does Dallas win this game yeah, without no. getting to 100 no, yards on the ground? Uh, no, I don't think so. If no. CD doesn't play, No. No. Unless it's like a three to nothing game, and that would just be wild in its own right. But that's hard. That's gonna that's, I mean, look, that's you, you talk about what's been ailing us and why we haven't had a lot of success in these games that we've lost. We haven't been able to get the ground game established. Therefore, the defense has been able to key off on everything that we do. Now mm-hmm. that we have missing pieces, hell, that just makes that stat that you're talking about even more important. So, no, we have to establish the ground game because everything else that Dak is going to do is going to be predicated on what we do in the run. We and can't I, run. I, I asked that question. <laughs> I asked that question because <clears> – <throat> If CD's out, if you're a defensive coordinator, if you're Gus Bradley, who's a freaking genius of a defensive coordinator, what are you taking away? I'm gonna take away the run. I'm taking away the run because I, I my my best matchup, or I guess my the worst matchup I have is Gallup versus Desmond Trufant, who's yeah. a veteran corner in this league, respectable, right? Everybody else, I feel pretty confident about if I'm Gus Bradley. Yeah, I'm not threatened by your receivers without CD. And Coop on the field. I I trust. I would wholeheartedly trust that Desmond Trufant can hold his own. I'm not going to say that he's going to win every battle, mm-hmm. but Desmond, Desmond Trufant, he's no punk now. He can hold his own against Gallup. Gallup's going to win some. He's going to lose some. But he'll live to fight another day. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but the rest of your the rest of your corners, <laughs> the rest of your corners out there that 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 <laughs> the rest of the corners that the Raiders have. I don't think that they're going to be threatened by our by the personnel that Dallas has on the field. You can't include a Friday quote. Do you guys understand what I'm getting at? No, I, no, I agree like, with you. Like, I'm, I'm going to press the crap out of those guys. And You're saying they may be a little too banged up offensively to yeah. get this done. Potentially. Potentially. Yeah. I, I don't. I, because because their, their personnel, I mean, their defense has not played amazing. 
No, right? Their defense has not played amazing. Their pa- their their and pass rush is their good. pass rush is, is, is not that great. Everything else is not that great. But when you know that you're playing at a wounded animal, yeah. you change yeah. your style. You change your style up. Yeah. For Michael Gallup, we've talked about him as a true number two receiver. Yeah. He's in a contract year, and obviously he doesn't view himself that way. He's got to view himself as an apex as well. How big is this opportunity for him, or, or is it one of those things, or if you're not used to being the number one guy, the target, is that something that's is, it, are the lights too bright, basically? This is his resume game. This is his resume game as a number one to the rest of the league. If CD doesn't play, mm. if CD doesn't play, the rest of the league is going to be looking at this game and say, what did you do when you were the number one guy? Right. This is a chance for him. We'll see how he does it. When we come back, we got to make our predictions. we got to do it pretty quickly when we return with more Talking Cowboys. Oh. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? Jack Black. Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks, free shipping. At AT&T, everyone, new and existing customers, get our best deals on every smartphone. Why? Because you deserve it. For turning your living room into your office and your gym. For teaching grandma how to video call. And teaching her again. It's the button on your left, Nana. Okay, your other left. It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new. So AT&T has given everyone new and existing customers our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone. Even the latest ones. AT&T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network is busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply. The Cowboys way. Where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Before there was a draft, you could size up a cowboy by three simple factors. The crease in his hat, the bend of his brim, and his unbending attitude. A man Stetson didn't just protect him from what life threw at him. It projected a rugged, unstoppable spirit. Stetson hats are still American-made with pride right here in Texas. They're still the unofficial crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find a retailer nearest you at stetson.com slash cowboys. Back to Talking Cowboys. It's a great people, great pay replay here on Talking Cowboys. Jason Witten has joined the Caliber Collision team. You can join him to do great work with great people for great pay. Apply right now at jobsatcaliber.com. That's jobsatcaliber.com. Dot com. No, put that back up on the, the table. Door wedge. Bro, that is, door no, wedge. That is, you Oliver Christmas that is a Webster's dictionary bro. that you have in your back pocket. It is. Bro, it you is. gotta do better. You, that is causing so hey, many, how many problems. Phones can for we you? stack up to equal that? <laughs> what is the matter with you? Probably All four. six. All four of them, bro. Yeah. Chris yeah. is in here too. Okay, we don't have a ton of okay, time. We gotta go. Sorry. We gotta get going. Sorry, yeah. So Isaiah went one and five last week in his what? Yeah, you were bad. You, the only game you got right was the Cowboys game when well, you that's picked what the I know Chiefs. most about. <laughs> well, actually, that's one hundred percent a fact because yeah. you have the best record in picking Cowboys games, but the worst record overall. Yeah. You're twenty and thirty-two overall, but you're eight and two in Cowboys games. Yeah, so man, that's, that's gotta hurt. Um now Heckma went three and three, so he gained a game on the fans who went two and four, and on Rob Phillips, who also went two and four. So the fans have a one game lead on Rob. Rob and Heckma are now tied mm-hmm. at 35 and 27 Heckma, overall. That, that's what I was saying. Is that keep... the island? That's, I was watching, I was like, what is that? That's you, P. Uh, island. Island. Yeah, P. Island. I'm baby. pulling up. I'm pulling I'm up. Pulling up to the island. <laughs> uh, and then I'm at the at the top. I went three and three as well last week, so pretty even at the same time. You're going down, bro. Am I going down? You're going down, eh, bro. Let's see. Um, all right, we've got our fan picker of the Let's week. See. Let's go to <laughs> Matrez from Philly. Martez. Sorry, I, I spelt it wrong on my phone. Martez from good, Philly. What up? What's up, fellas? How's it going? Philly, son. Good, good. Back in, long, long, long time viewer. 
Oh, oh that's good. awesome. Thanks, man. Well, we appreciate the support, and you're going to get to pick some of these games and try and represent. Me, Martez, you're not B in Ohio. So you're actually in. <laughs> you are Martez in Philly. This is this not, is not in Ohio. Yeah. All right, all right. Okay, good. We're just making sure. Got to got to check from here on out. Uh, B from Ohio that actually was hilarious. He was. was by far the worst fan pick'em of the entire season. <laughs> Don't be so. B from Ohio. Don't be B from Ohio. All right, what we got? First game on the way: the Bears at the Lions. We're going to do all three Thanksgiving games. So let's start with the Bears at the Lions. And there's rumors around Matt Nagy. Is he going to last after this game? Playing on the road in Detroit. We'll start with you, Isaiah. Bears. The Bears win it. Yeah. Okay, Rob. Bears. Martez. Bears. Okay. <sighs> you gonna go for the first win of the year? You know, I think this is I think they're getting close. And I think right now with the with the turmoil that the Bears are in, that this would be a prime opportunity yeah. for the Lions to win Flop. it. Mm-hmm. But they just won't do it. I'm going Bears on this Damn one too. It. I thought you were going. I'm there. going with the Lions. Mm, I'm gonna pick right. the Lions to win it at home. Oh. I think they're gonna get it done. Yeah, yeah, I'm doing it. All right. The other Thanksgiving game, Bills at the Saints. Martez, what you got? Bills. Ooh, good one at the Saints on. Uh, I guess that's the nighttime slot. Heckma. Both their running backs are hurt, so I'm just gonna go with the Bills. Okay, that's a good good one. That's a good one. What you think? Heck? I'm going with the Mafia on this one as well. Um, Saints just hadn't been playing well since uh, their quarterback went down. So, okay, Bills bounce back. Bills bounce back. Bills are due to win one here. Yeah. New Orleans has won five straight games against Buffalo. Wow, that's that streak comes to a close because Buffalo's like going to win. That's history. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to pick the Saints on that one. Or I mean, excuse me, the Buffalo oh! Bills. Buffalo Bills. Buffalo Bills. Can't I'm retract. picking the Bills. Can't retract. I'm picking the Bills. I'm, I'm not uh, retracting. I'm picking the Bills. I I misspoke. I'm sorry. Mm, so okay. Buccaneers at the Colts. Oh, this, is a good one. this is a really good game. I'm going to pick the Colts at home to take down Tom Brady. I think Jonathan Taylor is just on another level right now. Martez, who you got? I'm going the Bucks. Going with the Bucks. Oh, man. I'm going to go with the Colts on this one. I think Colts at home, that's going to be tough, and you talk about the running game. so I think Colts and Vita Vea still going. I'm going to try to gain a game on Heck, and it's Tom Brady. Bucks. Wait, so who did you just pick? The Colts. The Colts? Yeah. Okay. I think they didn't play the last game. I don't uh, he's, hurt. he's hurt. Yeah, he's banged up a little bit. All right, Rams at the Packers. This is a fun one as well. Two teams that coming off of losses, but still contenders in the number one seed for the NFC East. Or, I mean, excuse me, the NFC seeding. Uh, let's start with you, Rob. Rams. Can't see the Rams losing three straight. Mm. Take the Rams. Okay. I'm going to go with the Rams as well. I think the weather kind of concerns me uh, being in Green Bay, but I'm with you. I just don't see them sliding out like this. So, give me the Packers at Lambeau. Okay. Yeah, I think Packers. Don't pack. It's going to be a hell of a game, though. It will be. I think think Beckham's going to have a hell of a game. Okay. Martez. Ramsey shuts down Devontae Adams, and they get a much needed win. I hope that doesn't happen just because Ramsey, He's I mean, on my fantasy team. Adams is on my <laughs> fantasy team. So I, I don't want that to happen. Uh, Vikings at the 49ers, Minnesota at San Francisco. Both teams at 5-5 five and five, and both teams coming off of big wins. Rob? 49ers at home. Mm-hmm. Mm, okay. Yeah, same. 49ers at home for Isaiah Heckman? You know, Coach Zim, the Vikings head coach is one of my favorite people now. <laughs> <laughs> and I, yeah, he's one of my favorite people. Inside. But I, I uh, oof, I'm gonna go 49ers. <laughs> I'm gonna go 49ers. <laughs> Zimmer's winning on the field this yeah. week as oh, well. Let's say he wins, he wins on the life. road at San Francisco, and Minnesota Vikings get the win. Martez, who do you think? Billy Bob. I'm gonna go. You like that? You like oh, no, that? Cousins. Going Kirk Cousins. Okay. Yeah. okay. I see you. All right. Cowboys hosting the Raiders. Dallas has lost three of their last four Thanksgiving games. And, well, they've beaten the Raiders twice on Thanksgiving in their last two Thanksgiving meetings. So this one's going to be fun. Rob, we'll start. Or actually, Martez, we'll start with you. What's the matter with you? Um, I'm going to say this is a Kellen Moore game. He needs this one mm-hmm. if he's going to stay hot. Our running game, schematically, you look at the All-22, schematically the running game has not been good. So I'm hoping he gets some jet sweep going, some more wildcat going. 
um, stop running behind Connor. Will- I'm sorry, McGovern and Biotis are not strong enough. Mm. So I'm just going to go. I'm hoping our defense can carry us tomorrow. So I'm going to go Cowboys 23-13. Okay. Defensive-minded game. I like it. Martez, thanks so much for joining us and for listening, and good luck out in Philly. Thanks. Have a good one. There he goes, Martez, representing the fans this week. I'll let Isaiah go next to last this week. So, Rob, I'll let you start. Uh, I think the challenges we talked about for the Cowboys offense are real, but I think I think they'll be more comfortable at home. That includes the offensive line. Raiders give up the fourth most rushing yards in the league. Yep. And I think the defense is going to get a couple takeaways in this game. I think the Cowboys find a way to win this game, something like 27-23. So I'm right there with you. I was going to pull out the exact same stat in terms of fourth most rushing yards allowed because when I looked at that, I said, okay, this is a chance to get that ground game going. This is a jump starter. This is a catalyst. Let's get that going. And I think the Cowboys in a very similar game, very defensive-minded. They're going to get a couple takeaways. I think the Cowboys win it. 27-21 in a really close game, but ultimately I think they come out on top. All right, Isaiah, who you got? You're eight and 20, two picking the 20, Cowboys. Twenty-one so. seventeen. Ooh, I don't feel good about this one, guys. I don't like it. That's fair. I don't like it. Uh, I don't think you're alone. I don't like it. I'm gonna have to go Raiders. Okay. You're going Raiders. I don't like yeah. it. You're going back-to-back. Back. I got the bubble guts. He got uh, it right mystery, last week, too. Mystery though. meat. Bubble guts with, with baby wipes. That's how oh, he's going to catch up, is switching it up. Well, All right, Heckma. Well, look, here's my thing uh, with Cowboy Nation, and I've been you know, following the tweets and hearing all the rhetoric, and there are a lot of people that are jumping off the bandwagon all of a sudden, and I love it. I love it because you're either all in or you're all out, and we like it like that. This ain't the same team. Uh, defensively, the guy said, I hope they come back and they carry it. Look, man, we got the big case. It's going to be here, and you understand what the bazooka's doing. Dak has to have a comeback game. It happens. Tomorrow, stuffing is going to go down great mm. after the game. Man. All right, when you guys are playing your games at the end of the night, you, everybody going to be happy because it's going to be a Cowboy win. Cowboys 28 17. I love it. I, that always gets me hyped up to do this thing. It's going to digest that stuffing. It's just going to break it go down real good. Why are you having that little dessert? down great. I hope everyone out there, we hope everybody out there has a phenomenal Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Be safe. Make sure you get two and from where you're going with safety in mind as well and be ready to cheer on the Cowboys come Thursday afternoon. It's going to be a whole lot of fun and we're excited to talk about it with you on Monday. Chris Beam in the back, Rob Phillips, Isaiah Stanback, Heckma Harrison, what do we say on Friday? Cowboy Nation, I hope your team win. Let's go! This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!